the Legal Underground Podcast, Episode 29. On today's show, a resignation on the U.S. Supreme Court, the top legal weblogs, and podcasting news. This is the Legal Underground Podcast, hosted by Evan Schaefer, one of the friendliest trial lawyers you're ever likely to meet, but hopefully won't have to. And now, here's Evan Schaefer. Welcome to the Legal Underground Podcast. I'm Evan Schaefer, a trial lawyer licensed in two states, Missouri and Illinois, who just happens to be on the cutting edge of technology. I mean, I've got this podcast, I've got a couple of weblogs, I can do just about anything technology related except for get three lawyers on the telephone at the same time. That telephone at work is a tough one. I need a secretary to do those conference calls, but otherwise, I'm on the cutting edge. Exhibit number one, of course, is this embarrassment of a podcast in which I sit here and try to sound like a radio announcer, even though that's not what you're supposed to do on podcasts. And I really, I really have no idea what I'm doing at all. So my apologies to you. Thanks for listening. My principal weblog is The Legal Underground, which you can find at www.legalunderground.com. It's actually quite a bit more entertaining than this, than this podcast, so be sure to check it out. I'm recording this on a Sunday at 6 a.m. in my super secret recording studio in my basement. Everyone else is asleep, and it's a good thing, too, if... Just one person wakes up, and there are five others who, who might wake up, Andrea or any one of the four kids, they'll come looking for me, and I'll have to stop recording. Not only will they be way too loud, but I'm like the entertainment director around here on the weekends. Not by choice. Andrea can entertain herself, but the kids. Kids don't run free the way they used to. Go out in the yard and hunt snakes, play basketball. Instead, it's like, Dad, I can't get the TiVo to work. Dad... Show me how to get pictures on my PSP. Dad, drive me to the pool. That's all going to start in about 10 minutes, so I better get finished quick. On with the show. In legal news, Justice Sandra Day O'Connor resigned from the U.S. Supreme Court. If you heard it here first, shame on you. You better find a better way of getting your news updates. It happened last Friday. Sandra Day O'Connor resigned from the U.S. Supreme Court after serving there since 1981. According to Reuters, it sets up a, quote, bloody political battle, close quote. I'm guessing that's just a metaphor. Because President Bush will get to nominate a replacement, and the Republicans in the Senate, although they outnumber the Democrats, don't have enough votes to block a filibuster if the Democrats decide to use that tactic in response to Bush's appointment. So, I suppose you're expecting some insight from me. Maybe a prediction about who Bush will appoint or some analysis about why it was O'Connor who resigned and not Rehnquist like everyone was expecting. Insight, hmm. I'll get back to you about that. In the meantime, as a nomination battle looms, you're still going to need some tidbits of wisdom you can use in order to impress your friends at cocktail parties, if you're the sort that attends cocktail parties. My recommendation is that you begin at the Supreme Court nomination blog, where Tom Goldstein of Goldstein and Howe has just predicted that Priscilla Owen, the former Texas Supreme Court Justice, who is reportedly close to Carl Rove and who was recently confirmed by the Senate for a position on the federal 
Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals is the one who's going to be nominated. So I read it on the blog and I was at a barbecue this weekend for the 4th of July, sitting there with some lawyers eating dinner and I had a chance to use the prediction myself and I I really seemed like I knew what I was talking about even though honestly I, I didn't. But that's all the time I have today for the U.S. Supreme Court on this podcast because I've still got to talk about weblogs, priorities people. So weblogs in a moment, first a digression. I listened to episode number 14 of the Bag and Baggage podcast, just out, in which Denise Howell mentioned that she wanted to put together a comprehensive directory of law-related weblogs, which many of us call blogs, B-L-A-W-G-S, that is a law-related weblog. It's a good idea for various reasons, and I told Denise in an email that I'd be willing to help out. If you're a lawyer with a weblog, or a law student, or a judge, you might want to listen to Denise's podcast and decide if you can help out too. I really can't envision a judge listening to a podcast. They're too busy doing judge-type things, but they should. They're really missing something if they don't listen to Denise's Bag and Baggage podcast. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. A few more thoughts about law-related weblogs. Now, you can use Google to find out exactly what you're looking for. But what law-related weblogs have the most authority is measured by the number of other websites to link to them. It's something that I keep track of, of from time to time, the most popular legal weblogs, that is. And I recently did a little analysis and I'd like to share with you what I found out. We can argue, first of all, about what makes a weblog law-related. A lawyer might have a weblog, for example, that's exclusively about politics and, and wouldn't be law-related. Politics-only weblogs were not included in my sample, but otherwise I was pretty open about which weblogs I included. Then I put them all into Technorati, which will show you how many other sites link to a particular weblog, and this is what I found. The most popular law-related weblog is the Vilak Conspiracy, which with uh, 3,633 other websites linking to it. And you know, before I go on, I should say that I've, I've almost certainly forgotten some large legal weblogs, and part of the reason why I'm doing this is because I want to come up with a, a comprehensive list. So if I have forgotten somebody, please let me know. The second most popular law-related weblog is measured by authority is the Lawrence Lessig blog with 2,350 links. Number three, Professor Bainbridge, 1,088. Number four, Overlawyered, with 780 links. Number five is the Becker-Posner weblog, 742. Number six is Althaus, 727 links. Number seven is Bag and Baggage, with 694 links. Number eight, How Appealing, 652 links. Number nine, Cruscat Sententia, 473 links. Number 10 is my own weblog, Evan Schaefer's Legal Underground, with 388 links. And rounding out the top 20, there's Tech Law Advisor, the Southern California Law Blog, the Trademark Blog, Lex Blog, Ernie the Attorney, Ambivalent Imbroglio, My Shingle, Dennis Kennedy's Blog, Robert Ambrogi's Law Sites, and Underneath Their Robes. I'll put a link to those weblogs uh, somewhere on my my own weblog in the show notes or just above it 
you can check them out and let me know if I've forgotten anybody. And finally today, some podcasting news. I just love to make fun of podcasts. Just a podcast. Only a podcast. Podcasts suck. But you know, I can't make fun of them anymore. Because now they're a part of Apple iTunes Music Store. You can find this one, for example, right in the Apple iTunes Music Store directory. Wow, I'm important. But wait, it's not just this podcast and the Distorted Review and Podcheck Weekly Review and Baggage Baggage and Don and Drew and so on and so on that are in the iTunes Music Store. There are over 3,000 podcasts at iTunes with more pouring in every day. Before long, there'll be 10,000 podcasts in there. You want to tell me that some of those don't suck? Please. Does it mean that you shouldn't listen to podcasts? I don't think so. Even when they suck, podcasts are fun. Listen to some others yourself. Branch out. But stay away from the ones with the corporate label. That means ABC and NBC and Disney and all those other corporations trying to get into the podcasting craze. You'll find them, too, on the iTunes Music Store. But what I recommend that you do is listen to real podcasts, what iTunes calls independent podcasts, as if they're second class, but they're not. They're really what podcasting is all about, homegrown and genuine. What about law-related podcasts? There are certainly some of those, uh, although iTunes, when it brought in the old iPod or directory into its own music store, did away with the law category, which means that the law-related podcasts that are in the music store are scattered around in various different categories. This one, for example, shows up in politics. But in any case, I'd like to recommend an article about law-related podcasts by Dennis Kennedy and Tom Mile, which I'll link to in the show notes. Here's what they had to say about the Legal Underground podcast. Quote, It's Evan Schaefer's own podcast. It's short. It's topical. It's often funny. And it has an edge. It's great. He's on number 28. Wow, how's that for some creative writing? I have an edge, like a knife. Other legal podcasts that might be of interest to you. Internetcases.com The Bag and Baggage Podcast The Legal Talk Network The Podcasts of the May It Please the Court weblog And the Rethink IP Allowed Podcast I cover all these law-related podcasts, and more in my weblog called Blogcast, that's B-L-A-W-G-C-A-S-T, which I write with Kevin Heller. So if you're interested in law-related podcasts, go to Blogcast and see what we're uh, keeping up with there. All right, enough of podcasting and enough of weblogs. That's it for today. Feedback is always welcome. You'll find my email address on my weblog, Evan Schaefer's Legal Underground, at legalunderground.com. Thanks for tuning in. This has been the Legal Underground Podcast. For more legal education, visit Evan Schaefer's Legal Underground at legalunderground.com. When it doesn't nauseate, it always entertains. <laughs>